You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It was uh, one of those moments where you realize that you're in front of everyone else. Uh-huh. You can't really get away with it because there's no actual recovering from that. There's no there's no smooth story. I would have paid American money to be able to witness this. There's nothing that you can do to alleviate the situation. You can't, you can't go back after that. Mm-mm. There's not even a graceful way of getting back up after you fall down at a bar in front of everyone running away from a beep. It's really... <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! I would probably I I would pay probably like ten dollars to see you fall over running away from a bee. I'll explain it here. In yes, a minute. it's exactly yes. as it sounds. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. <laughs> All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be uh, talking about today here, including, though, I think maybe we should do this right at the beginning because I know we have a lot of newer listeners that are tuning in. We sure do. And I think that what Greg is alluding to is our Cornhole Tournament, yes? Yes, indeed. The Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament presented by Metro PCS taking place at the Landmark Saloon on... Sunday, September fourteenth. Yes. Yes, indeed. Sunday. Oh my God, we're in September, Greg. We are. That's in only like twelve days away. It is. That's less than two weeks away. It is indeed. But you know what? You know what's special about this contest is not everybody is eligible to participate. Only the first people that enter. Right. Yes. Well, anybody can enter. Anybody can enter. But the problem is, will they get to? Will they? Will they be the? first? Will they succeed? Will they succeed? We don't know. So here's how this thing works, and we do need to get this out of the way here so you understand. Um, so the tournament, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com too, and they're right on the front page. You can also see some of the information about the tournament itself. $600 in prizes. No kidding. First place, $300. Second, $200. Third, $100. That's, that's Us, our prizes, just getting to hang out with you guys. Right. Well, that's, that's our prize. Which, that's is, it's rewar- prize. which is reward yes. enough for us in and of itself. Yes. And so the tournament will take place. It'll be 24 teams, single elimination. And uh, the thing is, it'll get down to the three final teams, and whatever team, the the previous losing teams, you will all have a shot to get right back into the top four. So there will be a drawing for all of the losing teams. So you guys will still have a chance, even if you lose in the first few rounds, you would still have a chance to get back in the middle and fight for the So what dollar. you're saying is someone, if, the, if they play the first round and they end up losing that game and they're out of the first bracket, they enter their name into the drawing, and they too still have a shot toward becoming America's next top cornholer. Yes, Absolutely. Okay. That is absolutely the case. But to register for this tournament, this is where we get to this. There is going to be an announcement on this show sometime this week. So it is Tuesday, September 2nd right now. Sometime between September 2nd and September 5th on this show, we will interrupt it with a sounder and then we will reveal the URL where you can register. So this is the only way you can hear about this URL. We won't be posting it anywhere. You have to we listen to be, the show. We won't be hinting about it online. Like, if you listen to the show, that is how you'll know. Yes. And mm-hmm. since it's the 24 teams, you know, it's the first 24. They're the ones that will get to uh, enter into the competition. Now, when you do hear about it, by all means, go and enter because you never know if somebody does back out. You know, then we'll need more. But your best shot is going to be listening to this show every day this week. Mm-hmm. That is how it works. And so are so, you going to play the sounder so people know what to listen to? I'm going to play an example of the sounder. So this is, this. Uh, it's not even an example. This is what the sounder will be. This is not the sounder. Do not enter to win right now. Well, they won't I mean, know anyway the, because yeah. we're not telling them the URL, so it won't matter. Oh. They're only going to find out the Greg, URL from you're us. So, so. Look at you. You're like book learned or something. You're so smart. Right. So it is, so you're not going to get the URL after you hear it. But so you can hear this one time, sometime this week. It could happen on today's show. Could be at the end of today's show. Uh, honestly, it could be it could be any day this week. We're not going to say when it is. But this is what you will be listening for. It will happen in the middle of the show. And all of a sudden, you'll hear... All right. Holy 
shit, that's amazing. So that is what you need to listen for this week. When you hear that sounder, then you'll know it's time. Wait, and then that's when we give out the URL. That's when we were, we'll give out the URL. Mm-hmm. That URL, you go there, you register, that's all it is. That's all you'll need to do. It's free to enter. There's nothing that you have to do except for listen to this show for your chance to enter the Cornell Tournament and win money from uh, from us, courtesy of Metro PCS. By the way, it was really fun uh, to be recording that this morning in here. Is like people are walking by the studio and we're yelling cornhole into the Screaming microphones. Cornhole. Especially if people don't know what cornhole is. It just sounds like we're in a, ro- a closed room screaming cornhole. Yes. That doesn't sound very good, actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking about yeah. that. No, probably not. Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't sound that good. But uh, Yeah, Greg, I'm probably going to have to snag that from you to make it my ringtone at some <laughs> point, because that's pretty amazing. Uh, people are asking why there's a wildcat. It's not a wildcat, right? It's a tiger, isn't it? Uh, no, it was a... Uh, a let's cougar? see, it's a, it's a mountain lion. A mountain lion. Yeah. I think I heard some lasers in there as well. There's, there's lasers, there's explosions. It's everything that cornhole is, Sarah. Oh, my God. Everything so that exciting. cornhole is. Mm-hmm. So that is what you need to listen to. You'll, of course, hear the red alert to start it off. So there we go. Wow. Um, and that was not it. But next time you hear it, we will announce that you are So that was the one time that you'll hear it. It's the one time you'll hear it. Until it's one. time to enter. Until it's time to enter. All right. Okay. I think we've established that and hopefully not made it too confusing. All right. Um, moving on here. So I know we have a bunch of stuff to get to, but I, I need to explain. I want to understand happened. what happened with the bee thing. You need to just go ahead and tell me the whole story. All I know is bits and pieces. I've seen right. the scrape. I need to know yeah. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I got some long sleeve shirts to wear for digital trends. So well, let me see it up. again. Let me see it again. It's pretty good. Oh, that's it's a good one. It's not as bad one. as it looked. It's not as bad as it looked on uh, that's Friday. A, but it's pretty good. That so, took some skin off. Oh, yeah. No, my back hurts, too. It's I, I, I beat myself up over this. So here's what happened. So this, uh, this last weekend was, of course, Labor Day weekend. And, um, you know, with that, took Monday off and had some time off. I think half of Portland, the city of Portland, was going to Seattle over this weekend. I think so. And I think a lot of Seattle was coming to Portland. Yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah. kind of like Every, the city swap it almost. It was a city swap because I know so many people that were up there. I didn't end up meeting up with a whole bunch, but... Um, I saw you briefly. Shoot. Yeah, we saw each other on Saturday for a, for a quick couple of beers. Mm-hmm. But there was Bumbershoot going on and then there was PAX. And PAX, I didn't understand what that was until afterwards, but I know a bunch of people that were at that. Um, and then I, I did some stuff at Bumbershoot, but... Mostly, I ended up, I'll be honest, I just walked around and had a good time and, and, and drank some beer. Oh, traveling beers. That's what yeah. you do when you're in a different city. Exactly. Because when you're in another city, you're just traveling. You're not an alcoholic. Right. Is this that's how, is this how you, you manage it in your head? That's totally different. Like, you can have beers at 1 o'clock in the afternoon if you're in a different city because, you know what? It's well, vacation. See, I look at it as vacation time. Then it's okay. Well, vacation or traveling. Yeah. Okay. Either or. Like, All if right. you travel, I mean... Well, the same alcoholic rules go toward traveling as well. That's true. Okay. I mean, because if you're going to the airport, like, for example, I'm afraid of flying, but if I have a flight at 10 a.m., I sure as shit am going to have a couple drinks before I get on the plane. Right. But uh, but on a typical day, I will not, no, have a, have a vodka soda at 10 a.m. <laughs> no. <laughs> well. But traveling and vacation rules are different. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I was yeah, just trying, no, I was no. trying to side with well, you. Here, here it and is. now you're turning it no, on I'm, me. I was like trying to help you. No, I'm going to agree with this because of the fact, uh, what I did is I took the train up. So I took the train to, um, to Seattle. Mm-hmm. And wait, I have my days mixed up. I went up on Saturday. That's when I went up. I'm sorry. I, I kept this whole weekend. Which yeah. Is, anyway, it was Saturday there. Okay. Um, so I uh, and I haven't taken the train up there, maybe ever. I don't know if I've ever taken the Amtrak train up there. And I know on a Friday show I was talking about, of course, being Larry Amtrak. I'll say this: Amtrak, wasn't it? Larry, Larry Amtrak. Uh, there weren't uh, there weren't a lot of ladies on the Amtrak train. I will oh, say it was so- mostly uh, mostly older people. And then um, screaming kids. Oh, so you were like the one mid person. I was like kind of in the middle. I was, uh, yeah, I was the middle person on that. But there weren't very many people on my on my the car that I was on, and so it actually wasn't too bad. It, it wasn't too bad. It was pretty open. There were a group of a group of whole people that were on like half of the car, and it was a pretty small car that I was in. Like maybe maybe it would fit uh, thirty people total. Okay, in the entire thing, and there was one guy that was to my to my right across the aisle. That he creeped me the fuck out the entire to time. To your right across the aisle, so were you like heading so I had a window facing seat. backward almost? Basically? I was facing backward. Okay. And then he was across the aisle from me, and so since there weren't many people on the side of the car that I was in, he was the only one I could see. He creeped me the fuck out. Okay, why but, did he creep you out? Uh, this guy did and, wanted, and where this, your skin is uh, as He looked like that kind of guy. He looked like he was running away from something. He was fairly well dressed. He did uh, take his shoes and socks off. <gasps> And socks, that's the key. Well, so now you're punishing him because of the socks? Did you take your shoes off? 
Yeah, I took my shoes off, oh. but I still, but I had clean socks on. See, the thing is, he took his socks off too. That was a direct violation. That's a violation of the rules. And this guy, he would, he would like take a nap, and then I just wouldn't pay any attention. I'm like, whatever, you know, you're, that's fine. Take a, take a nap, and I did that too. Um, but then when I would wake up, I'd, I'd like kind of nod off for a little while, relaxing, and I'd look up, and he'd always be staring at me. But then, like, slightly shift his glance so it's like he's staring out the window past me. Oh. But it's already so happened. Was, I've already busted him looking at me. Maybe he found you to be a, a, a fancy southern gentleman, and he liked, the, he liked the way you looked. I don't know. It was it was unnerving. And then he didn't say anything. He wasn't like, oh, hey, man, sorry. Hey, how's it going? I'd be open to a conversation or something like that, just talking. No, you wouldn't. You're no. the one who always says when you travel, you don't want to meet new people. You're right. I don't like meeting new people. No. Not unless they're single ladies that want to talk to no, me. No, you make fun of me for, like, if I talk to the person next to me on the plane. You're like, oh, you're the that person yeah you don't even try yeah don't no. even pretend all right well anyway this guy was staring at me and i still wouldn't want to talk to him anyway so yeah this it was it was unnerving it happened more than once too it happened like three times i would say during the during the two and a half hour trip mm. so it was it, it bothered me and then there was uh, one screaming little kid and then other than that the kid the kid shut up after a little while it was fun it was a lot of fun um, got up to Seattle and then uh, met up with friends and went out. And I'll, I'll get to the story that I know everybody wants to hear here. So, well, anyway, but to wrap up Amtrak, no, did not meet any ladies. I didn't get to get, didn't get a chance to tell anybody. I was well, I was. I'm sure everyone was just waiting to hear about the story of you meeting a lady on the train because everyone totally expected that. That I'm gonna tell you. No. I oh wish I God, could. Yeah. really? Yeah. No. no it's, now it's getting that into like penthouse. It's getting in the <laughs> no, penthouse territory. That just made it sound sad. It's like, oh, well, or am I? Mean, I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mystery man who nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. No. Wow. Nope. Didn't didn't meet anybody. Mm. Uh, oh, Chuck is pointing out in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live saying maybe he was a listener trying to figure out if it was you. Well, I I don't think so. That is not the vibe I got. The vibe I got was either I'm going to stare at you until see how long you sleep and then maybe steal your things or I want to take you into the bathroom car and skin you. That's that's kind of that's kind of the vibe I got. OK, from it. it wasn't a good friendly vibe of, oh, is that so is that? I to be fair, I don't. Th- they see a lot of skinning happening between you know Portland and Seattle on a train. Well, I don't know if you're a serial killer. This is serial killer territory, the Northwest. That's true. Don't they have like cameras and stuff on the train though? Mm, yeah, but I mean, he could like slip something in my drink. I was drinking a beer. I mean, maybe when I fell asleep for a minute, he could have dropped something in the beer. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about it. I had the open beer. It was like in, like just kind of sitting next to me. Greg, the guy is not going to put anything in your beer. What if he did? He didn't put... Did you feel okay when you woke up? Yeah. Well, then uh, chances are he maybe probably that's, didn't. Maybe this will be my excuse for something later. So so anyway, got up to Seattle. Ended up going out with, uh, with some friends for a while. It was fun. Um, had a couple of beers up there, you know, as you do. But it wasn't anything out of con- out of control, you know. Just walking around, checking out downtown, and uh, all that stuff. Made our way to to this bar, um, kind of on Capitol Hill, I guess is where it would have been, and uh, hanging out in this backyard courtyard. It was nice back patio, back patio, yeah, back patio. <laughs> okay, back patio, and uh, there had been. I'm just gonna say this, so it was kind of crowded there, and I was standing with a couple of buddies. And a couple of their buddies just hanging out, talking, and there was a bee buzzing around. And I'm not a big fan of bees. God, you're such a spaz. And here's what happened. Like this. <sighs> Tell me. I was standing there outside at this in this back patio. A b- the bee it had been buzzing around and it landed on my hand. And. I didn't, like, calmly just lift up my hand and wave it as one would normally do in that kind of a situation. You don't do anything calmly or coothly or smoothly, ever. I freaked out. I, I, like, it wasn't even a conscious thing. I swung my hand up and started waving it in the air. And this is all without thinking. This was, I knew a bee was around. I felt it land on my hand. Boom. And I took, and I took off. I swung my hand up and I started running backwards away from it. There you was a trying, metal. As you were flailing, you were trying to run backwards. I I ran backwards. I I didn't think about this. This wasn't like a conscious thing. This is just what my body did. This is how tough I am. It, fight or flight. Obviously, flight was what won out on that. I learned something about myself. Flight was was the winning one. I always like to imagine myself as being the fight kind of guy, but 
No, I was the flight. You really so, imagined yourself as the fight kind of guy? Yeah, I like to think about that. Okay. And so I, st- I started, I ran backwards. This all happened in the course of about, I would say like five seconds. This entire thing went down. I uh, let out a yell, flapped my hand up in the air, started running backwards, ran right into a cement flower pot. <laughs> that had been sitting in there. It was probably about, I don't know, foot, foot and a half high. And I had run backwards fast enough that I hit it hard enough that I flew over it as backwards. I ran into it backwards, landing on my ar- on my forearm, scraping that, landing on the side, my head hitting the, the ground, not hard enough to hurt me, just hard enough for extra embarrassment on top of it. It was dirty. And so I, I laid there for a second, and I'm like, oh, oh, no. Like, I, I knew I'd, like, scrape myself up, but the shame was far more painful than anything that I'd experienced as far as How that. many people witnessed this amazingness? Not entirely sure. Enough to where a guy came over and asked, are you okay? <gasps> was it one of those things like, man, that looked pretty bad. Are you it all right? It was one of those where the bartender came over, or, or the server who was outside, and, and it was like a, are you okay? Kind of thing. One oh, so like they know I'm that drunk. you're not drunk, but... One, well, I think oh, okay. he was checking to see if I was drunk, but he, I or just ordered a beer from him. It was very apparent I was not intoxicated to the point where I shouldn't be served or anything. Yeah. So I don't even have that excuse. It was just pure shame. And then the, are you okay? <laughs> yes, I'm okay. Thank you very much. And then standing up and having to brush off the dirt off of my wounds, um, banged, banged up my back, had, had blood on my arm. Which there's still a good scrape on there. And then dirt all over my face and clothes. And then had to proceed to just try to walk it off. It's one of those things. You can't walk it off. You can't pretend it didn't happen. And everybody has beers. It's not like I can just get up and just like run out. I had a card up at the bar. So it's not like I could even just leave. Be like, okay, I'm gone. I'm leaving right now. Oh, my God. So I had to stand there while everybody, everybody knew what had just happened. And then I had to pretend like, oh, yeah, 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 that kind of was that was kind of embarrassing. Just kind of freaked out there. <laughs> and then you start over talking and over explaining, like, oh, well, you know, I'm glad everybody got to see that. <laughs> and then just sit how down. do you even feel like a man after that? Well, you don't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I gonna I'm not going to lie. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. At that point, it was it was enough to where I. It, it kind of sucked out a lot of a lot of a lot of any feelings of pride was kind of gone. Sure, I would imagine. I lost a lot in about five seconds. Like mm-hmm. I was feeling pretty good about myself, having a good day, feeling great, you know, and and, and thinking I'm doing okay. It's amazing how and not in, in five co- seconds it was all gone. How not in control of your body you are after mm-hmm. uh, over like one little thing. Like if I see a bee, I'm like, oh, like you know, try to get away from it. You have a flailing your arms around, running backward, jumping over flower pots into walls. Apparently. Visceral reaction to that. I didn't realize I would have that visceral visceral of a reaction. It's not something I planned out in my head. There was no thought. It was it was straight up fight or flight, and apparently I am a flight kind of guy. This is this is what sucks. You know, you always want to think about, nah, you're the tough guy. Nope. I ran backwards and fell over a plant pot. In the middle of a crowded bar patio. Oh, my God. And then I had to stay there. I had to sit there for a while, soaking in the shame and uh, realizing everybody had just seen out there and then noticing, you know, tables across there, them kind of whispering, then noticing somebody glancing over at me and then looking back where they hadn't been glancing over at me before. It was very clear what they were what they were talking about. You're like, oh, well, they must think I'm a handsome, attractive single man from Portland no. here in Seattle. No. You're like, no, they all think I'm the weird little guy that just fell over a flower pot. I'm that guy. I am that guy that just fell over. I hope there's somebody saying uh, in the chat, I wish someone recorded that. That's at the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. I really hope that there wasn't like security camera footage of that or oh, something that God. showed it because that's- Do you that. remember the pla- the name of the place? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. And I'm not going to say it on the air, so no. No, I'm not, I'm not asking you to say it, but I'm saying can if you tell me that I can get a hold of them and see if we can get the security Yeah, footage. that's exactly what I don't want to have happen. So no, <laughs> that's not something that we're going to do. That is not something we're going to do. Oh, but think of how happy it would make people. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, that would, Greg, you've always said like there's the one thing that you've wanted to do, you know, to kind of like have a viral video. 
Have I always said this? You're yeah, you have. Like, no, because you're like, all these stupid people are getting guys. famous for all of this stuff. If you showed us the video of you dancing backward, flailing over one little bee, falling over a flower pot and hitting your head against the wall, I'm pretty sure that that would be a hit internet sensation. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Probably. Well, it'll probably turn up one day online and somebody will say, like, oh, Greg, I, is that, I, I saw you is in a video. you, Greg? Yeah. I was on BuzzFeed the other day, and this is what they BuzzFeed. Uh-huh. Get it? Uh, Get it? Because uh, it's a bee story. Get it? Oh yeah. man! Yeah. So anyway, that was uh, that was how I looked like a man. And then you are a man. Yeah. And then went out, went out a little longer, tried to uh, get rid of the shame, but the shame it doesn't go away. Alcohol for some people gets rid of their shame. Didn't help me. Didn't help me in any way, shape, or form. Shame was there all night. Shame was on my arm as I've got a giant scrapes down the yeah, side. Yeah, somebody of it. probably does have the security camera footage and they are going to be like submitting it for some sort of like hidden television or like mm-hmm. America's funniest video thing. Yeah, probably. And then they're going to make like $50,000 on you falling over a flower pot trying to run away from a bee. <sighs> and then you got to be either be the guy that sues for it. It's going to be like, like you versus the cat in the shark outfit riding around on the on the little motorized vacuum Man cleaner. Freaking out over bee. Grown ass man freaking out over one tiny bumblebee. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, that was my experience in Seattle. Oh my goodness. So that's uh, that's what I, I learned from it. Wow. From I really situation. hope that you passed out our card afterward and you told everybody about Fun Employment Radio. Sure did. Because I'm sure the, you know they all really respected you after that. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did you have fun uh, up up in your time? I did. I headed up north. I went uh, to the show. On Friday, which you said that I was going to be the old person at. That's right. The Super Suckers. I went to see the Super Suckers. Mm-hmm. They played uh, all all the songs that I love, which was really great. Um, this band, this Bremerton band, Neutral Boy, played as well. So um, they were great. And it was true. I was not, in fact, old. I have to say, I would probably be on the lower spectrum of the age range for the Super Suckers show. Oh, really? I know. I was. Uh, I You're felt a little punk. youthful. I was. Uh, I was very young. Of course, uh, the dudes. Bremerton's such a funny town. Like, you know, whenever you go back, you know who you're going to see. Like, of course, it's funny when I go back because I know exactly where and when I'll see MXPX, like the band members <laughs> from the band MX. Because I knew for a fact, because they're like, you know, they're super fans that would go anywhere to me. And I'm just like, well, if you just go to a super sucker show in Bremerton, they'll be there. And sure enough, like walk in and, you know, there's uh, like Mike Herrera, who's the lead singer of the band. And like a bunch of people that I know from like, you know, from different bands and like, things from high school and then after high school in Bremerton. So it was fun. It felt like an old-timey show, like actually going to a show and uh, the venue was really cool and uh, had a great time. Didn't feel too old. Yeah. Which is what I really liked. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. See, it's. I told you, though, it would, be, it would be an older crowd, though, except for I thought their kids would be there as well. Yeah, no kids. It was at a bar, so it was 21 mm-hmm. and over. So at least nobody could be... The youngest person that could be there would only be 12 years younger than me. <laughs> Jesus. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I uh, did that, and then, yeah, went to sat, uh, Seattle and hung out with my sister. Um, went there, went on some patios, went, uh, like, bar hopping. Did not make an ass of myself running away from a bee. I didn't make an ass of myself. I just I just embarrassed myself. Mm-hmm. I was full of shame. Making an ass of myself would make me think that I was, like, doing something wrong. No, I, I only... I love how your point of pride is like, I wasn't drunk. It's like, it almost would make it more excusable if you were drunk. I know it would. I know. (laughs) Honestly, it would. It would make more of an excuse for me. I wish I had been at that point because then the shame wouldn't have been as bad. Nope. Wasn't wasn't taking shots. Just had a couple beers, Mm -hmm. walking around, enjoying the day. Just doing what you're doing. Doing what I'm doing. And then that happened. Yeah. All right. Well, good for you. You didn't do that. Yeah. But you did get to hang out, you know. Yeah. With I did hang out with, with my Bremelos. family. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I got to yeah, got to see my mom and dad. Got to hang out with my Bremelos. Um, got to wander around Seattle. Mm-hmm. It was a it was an all around good time. All right. Super special fun time. Good. I loved it. Good. And well, that's fantastic. my story. And I ate some macaroni and cheese. I thought you actually claimed right here in the studio. No, that was Easy Mac. This was macaroni and cheese. It was different. Really? Mm-hmm. It was different. Mm-hmm. Because Sarah actually made a claim here on the show that she would never, ever, ever, and this was un, unprovoked, you just made this statement, that you would never eat Easy Mac ever again in the rest of your life. I, I haven't eaten Easy Mac. So what, it, what exactly did you eat? Macaroni and cheese. What, did it come in a box? Yeah, it came in a box. Isn't that Easy Mac? No, Easy Mac is the microwavable one. 
Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about that. All right, I'll take a look. So that <laughs> Aaron's bringing up uh, Aaron Duran in our chat at bottomplanetradio.com slash live, which you can be a part of for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Uh, said, I'm kind of bummed that Greg wasn't drunk. Drunk Greg would have tried to fight the bee. <laughs> <laughs> I would have had the courage to stand so up to that Sober beer. Greg just goes, and like trips over his feet over Dude, a flower and it pot. it happened so fast, I didn't even realize what I, like, like it's one of those things where my brain's trying to cra- catch up with what my body just did and the embarrassment that just happened. Like it, you're like it's oh that is already done I can't do anything about this can't oh take god that back. now I have to deal with the ramifications of what I just did. Mm-hmm. The worst part was the dirty jeans too afterwards because I ro- I mean basically I, I threw myself into dirt and then I had to like dust it off. That's amazing. And asked my friend, is there any there dust? Is there dust on my again? I probably would have paid twenty American dollars to see this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Greg, I'm glad you had a very fruitful experience. Hey, come out to the Cornhole Tournament on uh, September 14th at Landmark Saloon. They do have dirt in the back, and I will be out there all day. And then maybe if a bee shows up, maybe we'll get to see it in person. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll see if Greg freaks out over a bee. Well, there probably will be bees. I mean... It's outside. It's outside. There are beautiful flowers. Yeah. There are all sorts yeah. of things. Oh, it's being questioned, do I have a bee allergy? No. No. Not, not any more than anybody normal, you know? So no, no no real excuses there. Mm-hmm. All right, can we move on and do something else? Can we talk about somebody else or the world of crazy? Yes. Yep. Wow, you're so uncomfortable. This is making me really happy. Yeah. Wow, it was pretty really- embarrassing. It was it was pretty damn embarrassing. I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, I can't. It's up there. Isn't it's there up some there, sort it's of right like... right up there with probably... The, uh, I, it's probably the same feeling I had when I was uh, about 17. And we went out to my buddy's place. He is my, my wow, you're bringing it way back. Well, no, my I'm, I'm explaining what it is. My buddy's dad lived out in the country. And he had uh, he had this property out there, and me and a couple of my friends would go there and stay. So it was kind of like a, we went out there. We were gonna, you know, hang out, stay in there for the night, kind of like a guy's night. We we're gonna play some games. And his dad was the cool dad. He's like, "All right, you know what? You guys can have a beer." He didn't know we had beer hidden somewhere else anyway. But we're like, "Whoa, okay," you know, because he's like, "You're not driving anywhere. You can have a beer." So I drank about a quarter of a beer, and then I had to go outside to get something. And they had a they had a sliding glass door and then a sliding screen door in the back didn't see the screen door was still closed thought it was wide open walked right into the screen door and took it off and knocked it down into the uh, backyard just walked right into it and then he took away my beer and said that everybody else was okay but Greg oh had enough oh my god so Greg you've had enough I'm, I'm sorry you shouldn't be having a beer like no not drunk just an idiot <sighs> just an idiot that's so embarrassing that's the exact same feeling I had on Saturday. <laughs> that feeling. Haven't had that for a while. Oh, boy. Anyway. I, I'll just I'll go forward. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, Portland, Oregon. Particularly, an article in the Oregonian is okay. making national news All right. because of an accidental photograph that they published this past weekend in the A&E section of the Oregonian. So I guess this writer who works for the Oregonian uh, posts all these like hiking trails and things and like different um, like different like places to hike and like things to look for along your hike. Okay, and we'll post like pictures along the way. All right. And so this one thing that's happening. Um, is that it's a new? It's the season opening of this mushroom that's growing that people like to cook with. Chanterelle. No, matsutake. Okay. Is that how you say it, matsutake? Uh, that sounds right. I'm not a mushroom guy, but yeah. Well, instead of placing a picture of the edible matsutake mushroom that they were oh. talking about going to find, this happened on Sunday in the A&E. They posted a picture of the Amanita muscaria mushroom, which causes hallucinations, disorientation, and wild behavior. Oh, Hallucinogenic wow. mushrooms is what they posted a picture along with to look for on the trail as you're wandering around wow. the hillsides of that Portland, is Oregon. such a giant fuck-up. How could you do that? How? I don't know. Well, this happened, so the... I, uh, I, 
Amanita muscaria, which often has a cap that is reddish with white spots, that Im- uh, if consumed, impacts the central nervous system and causes people who eat it to become extremely disoriented and be hard to control. It can also <laughs> cause them to go into a deep sleep for several hours. Wow. Uh... Matsutake mushrooms, however, uh, so these were red with white dots on them. Matsutake mushrooms are white, and then they turn grayish as they mature, so completely different from this. nothing like them. Mm -hmm. The commercial harvest season for uh, the Matsutake season opened in four national forests in Oregon this past weekend. And that's the The Oregonian is sorry for the... God. (laughs) They apologize for the confusion. That's really bad. Mm. Well, they are saying that they're not considered deadly, but I mean, if you're thinking that they're an edible mushroom and you're eating a lot of them... Right. You get a whole bunch of them, cut them all up, and get somebody who's not Yeah, I mean, anyone who's done mushrooms, I mean, clearly I haven't, but anybody who does mushrooms clearly knows, like, you can eat just a little bit of a mushroom and you feel something. Imagine just, like, cooking, like, chopping up, like, 15 of them, being like, all right. Serve them for a Sunday dinner. Oh, God. Here you go, Grandma. It's my mushroom casserole. Yeah, so I was looking at this, and a lot of the comments are just like, yeah, you know, because the person who writes this article, I can't find his name is Richard something. And they'll be like, yeah, you know, when I go for my hikes, I'll actually cut out the the article and, like, bring it along with me when I go, you know, to look for things. Yeah, I'm... And then I'm, other people are like, well, you know, someone should, shouldn't be in the gene pool if they can't tell mushrooms. It's like, fuck you. Like, how do you know one mushroom from the other? If you see a picture or something and it's like, these are the great mushrooms that the season's well, opening the for. that's the advertisement. You, that's, that's the information you were exactly. giving. <sighs> so there you have it. Next up. Speaking of what Aaron said, good thing the Oregonian has this massive paid stuff that can fact check such things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not so much. Uh, So we remember the guy, I think from a couple weeks ago, the guy who was in Walmart who uh, cut a hole into his shoe and put a camera in it and was trying to film girls' upskirts. Yes, yes. There's a whole new, like, upskirt rising that's Uh happening. This one's happening in in Merry Old England. Another one. So an Englishman has been accused of filming up a young woman's skirt. So uh, he has been charged with voyeurism after he was allegedly caught filming up a shop assistant's skirt in England. So the man who was 50 years young uh, was seen dropping a pair of shoes next to a young woman in the footwear section oh, so of, a, of a TJ Maxx. So he wasn't even wearing the shoes. He wasn't wearing them. He was like throwing it out there. And so he to put the shoes. He got to have No, this is another thing. Like maybe he got inspired by the other guy because he put the camera inside of the shoes. Uh huh. And he dropped the shoes underneath her skirt where he had it automatically timed to take pictures Wow. Is that, that really something some that like guys are and I don't understand the upskirt thing. That's that's a very specific fetish, I, right? Or is it any or is it like something that everybody likes? I no. I, I'm not into that's the upskirt. That's like a fetish, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. That's like a voyeurism fetish thing where you're secretly Yeah. That's a whole kind of thing. I don't get it either. But what I'm uh what I'm curious about though is this guy, he must have practiced if he's throwing the shoe. To have it drop underneath someone, you know, at home he has like a mannequin of like a like a woman in a dress, and he practices accidentally dropping the shoe, mm-hmm. so it'll get under there. <laughs> oh, that's even creepier. Well, you know, I mean, he probably oh, does. Me, ma'am, I dropped my phone. Probably does. Ugh. Well, uh, she was able to notice that he was taking said pictures of her upskirt, and uh, the photo was uh, cap- see, so excuse me, it was captured on security footage and detained. Um, and the man was detained until police arrived. After confiscating his phone, he was arrested and charged with voyeurism and is out on bail until wow, until next year. It's like they really don't take it to heart that much huh. until February fourth. Oh, he's. This is not the first time he's attempted this. this. No, it has to be the first time because they're giving him what, like a six month buffer. No, that's the first time he's been caught. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been doing this for a while. This is probably his new technique that backfired on him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. Yeah, it didn't work for him. Yeah. Next up, out of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh police have arrested a groom and two of his groomsmen uh, following a wedding reception brawl that began with the groom flirting with a pregnant waitress at the restaurant that they were at. Wait a minute. Who said he was flirting with the pregnant waitress? I think the pregnant waitress did. Uh, So uh, Pittsburgh police say that, uh, let's see, this happened on Monday, and it resulted in the arrest of the groom, Mark Williams, alongside David Williams, his brother, and Brian Taylor, who was one of his groomsmen. Oh, so this was the wedding reception. So this wasn't the restaurant. This was where the wedding reception was happening. This was one of the servers at the wedding reception. Okay, so they already got married. Oh, boy. Set the reception. Yeah, so they're what at the exactly reception. did he do? 
Uh, so he, let's see, it says that began with the groom flirting. That began with the groom flirting with the pregnant waitress. So a server who worked for the uh, venue said that the groom, this is the one that, that was filing the complaint, had been touchy feely with her and attempted to continually force her to drink alcohol, even though she had informed him that a she was working and even more importantly she was pregnant. Okay. Police said the woman's boyfriend, uh, Tyler Smith, twenty years young, arrived at the venue to drive her home when he confronted Williams, who was still trying to grope her, which led to a brawl. So David Williams, of course, again, he was the, uh, let's see, this is the groom's brother, became involved in the fight and was uh, allegedly aggressive toward police. So uh, David Williams was actually a Pennsylvania state police trooper trooper who was off duty at the time of the incident. Wow. And an internal investigation is being carried out. Uh, so also, let's see, so one of them also, the boyfriend of the pregnant waitress who the groom was touching, this is really confusing, Yeah. Uh, allegedly attacked Mark Williams, who was the groom, who kept trying to grab her. So well, the charges against all of them. Trying men. <laughs> to grab her. I mean, that's that's fair play on the yeah. boyfriend side. Uh, so the charges against the men include aggravated assault, resisting arrest, and obstructing law enforcement. No word on what the bride had to say about it. <laughs> How bummed would you be? Well, a you married a guy that's going to do that. Yeah. Number one, you should have known. Probably. I mean, that's such a series of events to lead to that. That's not like one accidental slip up where you're drunk and like say something inappropriate or even something, you know, or make a joke. It's uh, that there's a lot of events that lead up to that. Also, this makes me feel way better about falling over running from a bee because there at least go. I'm not that guy. I will never be that guy. I'll be the dude who runs away from a bee and embarrassingly falls in front of everyone and looks like a giant pussy. But at least I'm not going to start a fight and <laughs> try to make a pregnant waitress drink. Beer. <laughs> I feel good about myself for that. I'm taking I what I can get today. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go from groping to groping. So this is groping. So that's from uh, Pittsburgh to Bradenton, Florida. Boom, boom. A Florida man has been arrested this past weekend after he allegedly opened his door and reached inside a drive-through window to grope a female Taco Bell employee's <laughs> <Wow>. buttocks. <laughs> it is full of classy dudes on this world. Thirty-eight-year-old Philip. Gr- God damn it, Guerrero. You, what, what's that his last, name? Is that the same last name that I couldn't say last time? What, well, wait, what was it? Guerrero. 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 Oh, shut up. Uh, 38-year-old Philip Guerrero paced, uh, placed an order this past weekend around 2 a.m. at Taco Bell, then drove to the pickup window at the Bradenton restaurant. Uh, Guerrero reportedly exited from his vehicle. He opened the door after he handed the employee his money, reached through the window that she had left open to get his change, and grabbed her left butt cheek. Wow. That's, you got to really reach a long you way. Like, you just got to get out of his car, go all the way through, and be like, honk, honk. Yeah. I get all the way through. Well, he uh, was arrested for simple battery. He was released after posting a $500 bond and is scheduled for an October court appearance on the misdemeanor charge. What did he think was going to happen? I I thought, always, uh, I'm always curious about these things. Like, she's going to be so taken and smitten with his blatant abilities to reach through the Taco Bell window <laughs> and grab her ass that she's, she's going to turn wow, around. Wow, I've got a three for him ending with the big three from Florida. All right. Let's see, where are both of these from there? All right, okay, so that was in, uh, let's see, did I say Bradenton? That was in Bradenton, Florida. So from Bradenton, Florida, we go to Jacksonville, Florida, where, Greg, this made me think of you. It's another reclining seat problem. This isn't what? the same What's as the last on? one. Jacksonville, Florida. A Delta Airlines flight from New York was diverted, uh, diverted en route from its Florida destination when an argument broke out related to a reclining seat. What this time? The reclining seats are going to the wayside, I think. I don't think no, reclining seats are going to be for they're much They're just longer. fine. Reclining now, seats are just fine. Now, Aaron Clippin, uh, a passenger aboard a Delta Airlines flight from LaGuardia to Palm Beach, said the plane was diverted when a passenger became irate about another person's dec- reclined seat. So it wasn't because of the knee defender. This is actually a fight because somebody was reclining in front of the other person. That's their right. So Delta said the flight was diverted due to safety reasons in regard to a passenger inju- uh, issue. So Clippin said he was seated next to a woman who attempted to recline her seat while a second woman was trying to sleep with her head down on the tray table attached to the back of the seat that the woman next to him was trying to recline. Okay, but you can still sleep on the tray no, table. No, you can't. You never do that. You would know that you can't if you actually slept on the tray table. I've seen you what, fall asleep typing. You just fall asleep backward. I have to fall asleep forward. Yeah, well, you can balance it though with the with the with the seat reclined in front of you. 
It'll still work. You. I have no sympathy. You for this sound person. like a recliner. You know what? Yeah, You're just like, I recline, and I'm okay with the person in front of me reclining. That's your right. That's your right on the plane. Well, the woman. So uh, Clippin, who was uh, the guy sitting next to the woman who was reclining her chair, said the woman sitting next to me, uh, knitting, tried reclining her seat back slightly, and the woman behind her started screaming and swearing. Uh, the flight attendant came over and that Why? exacerbated what was going on. How would you not reasonably expect that the person in front of you is going to recline at some point? I. I don't know, Greg. I, I'm assuming that they would, but also, as we've talked about before, there is reclining couth, of which you don't have. We've talked about before. Why? What? I mean, you either recline or you don't recline. I don't know. I, I like to live my life respecting other people's space. Yeah, but that's everybody has that because you can recline to somebody else. Somebody else can recline to you. I never do the full recline. I know you do. Why not? I know because I feel like it's disrespectful to the person behind me. But they have plenty of room. Why do, why do chairs even need to recline on the plane? Because people want to relax. I mean, I can understand on like a super long flight reclining. Like if it's like a overseas flight or across the country, like five plus hours. But you don't have to recline for like flying to Vegas for like an hour and a half. Uh, Keelan in the lazy. chat is saying, Greg, only... No, you recline right away. Greg, only a two-year-old is small enough to still sleep with your head forward if someone in front of you is reclining. Well... You know what? Maybe this is a problem that tall people have. Oh. So tall people now are finally finally like, oh, wait a minute. This doesn't fit us. Uh, we're being discriminated against because we're too tall for these small seats. But guess what, tall people? You get a million passes in life. You get to do all kinds of things that short people don't this get. Is going this against, is our thing. This is this going is against everything. When you claim to not be an angry little short man, you've got to stop going on rants like that. Because you know what that makes you sound like? An angry little short man. No, because I'm not complaining about the reclining seat. I think it's just fine. No, you're complaining about tall people. You took the reclining seat argument and you turned it into how tall people get the better lot in life. No, I didn't. You just turn it turned into that. that into your like tall conspiracy. No, I'm saying tall people. If they're complaining about the plane seats, you know, I just I, I have I have limited sympathy. Yeah, Keelan saying, Greg, the fact that people are fighting on planes is proof that there isn't enough room. Fact, Keelan, I side with you. Well, Amy Fine, 32 years young, who was trying to rest her head or you gently just not on her fight seat, on a plane over a reclined seat, <laughs> was escorted <laughs> off the plane by police and re- uh, released following an interview. So the flight continued after she was escorted off the plane, and it arrived at uh, Palm Beach. Uh, uh, let's see, airport officials say that Fine was allowed to board a different flight following her release, and she wasn't held on any charges. Okay. See, so she didn't do it. Clearly, there has to be something that they're not saying. If she wasn't filed, like, there were no charges filed against her. Hmm. Well, I would be curious to see what went down in that situation. Oh, I bet you would. No, no. <laughs> yes, I would. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know what warranted that response. <laughs> I just response. wanted to see what you like, were going to say back. <laughs> like, no, I, no, actually, I, w- I would be curious. No, I wanted no. to see. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> Every way that you're saying that just makes it sound like I'm... <laughs> sure it does. All right, and finally, from Jacksonville, Florida, to Boca Raton. Boca Raton? Yes. That's where Jerry Seinfeld's parents live, right? No, they live in Del Boca Vista. Oh, Del Boca Vista. Which means mouth view. Ew. Well, this is Boca Raton, Raton, Florida. And this is the story of a woman named Candace Noonan. Now, Candace Noonan was getting her son ready for school at their Boca Raton home when a complete stranger walked up and opened the sliding glass door. You know what Boca Raton means? No. Rat's mouth. No, it doesn't. It means a whale's vagina. Rat's mouth. It does not mean rat's mouth. I am telling you, that's what it means. Oh, I guess like Boca is mouth. Mm-hmm. Raton isn't a rat. Yeah. That means rat's mouth. Look, actually, somebody in the chat just, just agreed, too. All right, I believe him. Mm-hmm. So, rat's mouth, Florida. All right, rat's mouth, Florida. So, Candace Noonan... Hanging out in her house and getting her son ready for school when a complete stranger walked up and opened her back sliding glass door. Now, Noonan, kind of surprised that somebody was on her back patio, said, excuse me, can I help you? Now, the man said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm next door. For, I'm mowing my lawn. Do you mind if I get a glass of water from you? Now, uh, Candace Noonan, thinking the man was a landscaper and a lot nicer than most people would be, uh, she obliged and went to get the man a bottle of water, who wandered into her backyard and was opening her back nope. door. nope. I know, that's just, I'm like, Greg nope. would never do that. <laughs> nope. What the hell are you doing on my property? Nope. It's my property. Yep. Uh, so she thought the man was a landscaper, went and got him a bottle of water. Now, however, uh, Candace Noonan was unaware that authorities 
uh, were trying to find this man who has identified as Daniel Vellapatino and was running from police after leading officers on a wild chase, smashing into cars <laughs> in a police cruiser. So, wow. Yeah. But he was able to have a calm demeanor and just be like, oh, excuse but me, But he was man. able to approach and go... Excuse me, I am mowing the lawn next door. Do you mind if I have a glass of water? Well, Candace Noonan came back with a glass of water, came back with a bottle of water, and as she looked for Noonan, she said he was laying on the ground next to the door in the living room, playing with her cats <laughs> and petting them. She said it was odd, very odd. He was laying there sm- uh, stroking the cats, saying, Hi, kitty. It almost looked as he was either on drugs or he was mentally handicapped. Uh, so Noonan's husband, who was still home, started questioning the man, and the stranger fled out the back door. So cop cars driving around uh, spotted him running from the house, and that's when they kind of put two and two together. Police gave chase, and he tried to get away by jumping into a canal, but a police boat captured him. I've got it. This guy, like, really was in it to win it. Yeah. Let him on a wild chase, smashed into police cruisers, cars, gets into someone's backyard, gets a free bottle of water, pets a cat, says hello, runs off, jumps into a canal, still eluding police. That's, That's pretty, pretty resourceful. That is pretty resourceful. Particularly for a Florida man. Yes. Which might not be the most resourceful people this in the world. This is true. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, uh, so the reason after they caught him that uh, they found out that uh, Vela Patino had been up all night taking drugs at a friend's place. He was accused of stealing, stealing thousands of dollars uh, in cash from a friend's wallet, crashing his Lexus into a number of cars, including a police cruiser and a fire hydrant before he fled on foot. <laughs> Uh, Bella Patino said that he uh, only stole the money because he owed his mother $2,000. <laughs> that was the whole entire thing? That was because his mother terrified him and he needed to pay her back the $2,000. Wow, imagine $2, what his mom is like. Oh, I don't even want to know. It was worth that? Moms can be scary. I just imagine now that she's like the uh, the mom in uh, Goonies. Mommy dearest. No. In the Goonies, the Fratelli mom. Or throw Mama from the train. Or oh, the same, from the train. the same yeah, woman. Same woman, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Owen. Owen. Owen doesn't have any friends <laughs> because he's fat and stupid. Oh, so it wasn't the guy's Lexus who stole the $2,000. It was his friend's Lexus that he stole the money out of his wallet from to pay back his mother. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So people are no, asking, how, how can he have a Lexus? It wasn't his Lexus. He stole the Lexus from his friend that he also stole the money from. Okay. All right. Let yeah. Okay. Chase. Well, that. Yeah. You, you don't. You shouldn't do that. Shouldn't do that. Yeah. Ewan. Ewan. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. I feel like Florida's ramping up a little bit because it kind of died. I mean, I know you don't look at all the stories that I do every day, right. but Florida's kind of died down a little bit lately. Yeah. Uh, it's it's ramping up again. So it's things are picking back up. Well, I mean, between that and just the idea, though, it kind of peaked with the the bath salt face eating, and then it kind of right. like dry, it was kind of well. Was that's kind of that's kind of hard. To, I mean, you got to have a little bit of time after that before you can come back up again, go back up the ranks. But the thing is, what I can see too is uh, the camera, the hidden camera thing. It's becoming a very big deal. Now, it what is. what are you laughing about, Greg? I have to say this. I know that it's the most juvenile thing in the world. I have to point it out. What? Okay, so I put my frozen bottles of water into my freezer, and then that way I can keep refilling the water around them uh, all day so it has, like, its own ice cube. Yes. The ice cube in the middle of my bottle looks like a giant frozen dildo. It looks exactly... Greg, does that not look like a penis? Oh, wow. It looks like I have That's, a giant frozen dildo inside that, of my water bottle. That most definitely looks like a it penis. It looks exactly like a penis, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You you are drinking a... A giant penis, penis water. water. Yeah. And I don't know how that happened. Here, I'm taking a picture of it right, right now. Right, right. Sure you don't? No, it just, I had it in my freezer all night. That, and then like, that, that looks like a... <laughs> it does. I'm not going to lie. You you are correct. I keep like, It just keeps distracting me because I'm just like, that really does look like a little bit of a penis. All right, sorry. I was just taking a picture so that I can show the people. Yeah. That wasn't on purpose, so I just wanted to clear that up in case you were looking at that and like, why does Sarah have a giant well, I'm looking penis at it ice now. cube? I'm looking at it now. Thanks, Greg. That's, uh, that is something special <laughs> you got going there. Well, right, I, we'll it wasn't we'll post intended. a picture of that. All right, fine. Online. That'll, that'll help out our search engine. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> it's good for SEO. Sure. Ice dildo. Just tag that one in it. Um, All right. I don't know where we go from that. Well, I didn't mean to... I'm just saying it's too funny that I can't not bring it up. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to post a picture. I'm, I'm going to um, upload one and post a picture. I'm glad you chat. did bring it up just so we can actually see this. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's why you shouldn't be using uh, 
plastic bottles anyway. You should use the nice <gasps> cylinder bottles that you yes! get for next adventure. Oh my gosh, I was using that all weekend. I just left it in mm. my car. Oh, I brought mine on the train with me. <laughs> you did. So that looks pretty cool because I was drinking out of my Next Adventure water bottle. Wow, look at you. Which, of course, you can get at Next Adventure. That's just one of, that's, that's one of the minor things that they sell. They're very cool. But they have many other amazing things. Nextadventure.net. You can net. go there and you can check out everything that they own. They've got two different locations here in town. There's the one on Grand and Stark. Mm-hmm. But then there's also... The Paddle Sports Center. The Paddle Sports Center, which is very close to there as well. Nextadventure.net is where you can check out everything. And then they have all kinds of different events that go on. They've got right now 60% off Sierra Designs clothing. That's oh, awesome. 60% off backpack. Holy crap. 60% off backpack. <laughs> I love how Greg, because I know that he was looking at this stuff, but then like he's he's reading it and he's like, oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm I have, actually seeing this. I mean, I actually, you know, I have the talking points, but I... I genuinely go to this website wow they've got some good deals on backpacks anyway nextadventure.net you can uh, go there you can order online as well that's a hundred dollars off wow you okay sorry new, i'm gonna get caught up in this you next can get a new pack like uh, after the rat ate the other one Boca Raton. anyway what is wrong I think Greg's gone mental, by the way. Nextadventure.net, wonderful sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. So, as you can see, the Cornhole Tournament URL was not announced today. Or was it? Nope. It it wasn't. Nope. But we played it at the beginning of this show, so you'll know what it is. Obviously, people who listen live, funemploymentradio.com slash live, will have the advantage of being able to register first because they'll hear it before it goes up on the podcast. If you would like to be a live listener, which we, this show uh, generally airs between 12.30 and 2 p.m. weekdays, go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. The first week is free. It is. So if you really wanted to do it, mm. you could sign up to be a listener for want- this week. You wouldn't be charged, and you could uh, listen for that registration and be one of the first people to register for the Cornhole Tournament on September 14th. But then you wouldn't want to do that because you realize how important it is for us to have subscribers because people like you make us capable of being able to do this every day. It's true. You know, we get to bring you as much entertainment as we possibly can. It helps keep the roof over our heads. It helps, it helps keep our live stream going. I mean, you would realize that by unsubscribing immediately and just using that free week would kind of be a dick thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. But six ninety nine a month, that's it. That is the total price. That's all you have to pay to listen live. And then you get to listen to all the other wonderful programmings on here and helps keep us uh, doing everything that we do. And that's why you guys are awesome who do so. But you don't have to. So the key will be hearing that sounder and then you'll know the URL to register for the Cornhole Tournament. All right, thank you so much, everybody. Yay! We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com, bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.